0: All right. This is the A. Uh, usually, I would have Norman G. on, but Norman is busy right now. And uh, but that's okay. I've got a fantastic guest on this uh, wonderful Saturday. Uh, Circle die. I don't know if it's D or die.
1: Yeah, die. Exactly. It, it is got Dye. a Oh, fantastic!
0: Thank you so much, Circle die. And you are a young actress. Um, you know, we have a lot of people on the A. We have experienced actors, we have uh, stage managers, we've had directors, we've had owners, we've had people from all walks of life. And uh, it's always great when I can interview people who are just starting in the business. You know, they, they don't have a lot of experiences, but they have a lot of energy and they really want to be involved in theater, and I think you—you—that's you.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I think most of the people their their story are really inspiring, mm-hmm. and I yeah, I think I <laughs> I have some inspirational. Um, hopefully, I have my own story because I came from totally a different background other than theater. Right. I used to like. I used to feel like be jealous about these people who <laughs> majored in theater or acting.
0: You know, Norman um, and I, we've in the ya we've talked about the um, whether classes are are necessary or not. You know, whether mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, you know going to school because we find that a lot of individuals their life experiences um, make them you know as good actors. You know, there's some there there are advantages and disadvantages of taking classes. And I think he's of the opinion that you don't necessarily need to take classes. Uh, you, 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 know, you just bring your life experiences on. There are positives and negatives to it. I'm of the other school. I went to school mm-hmm. to study, and I find that I always tap into what I've learned in school to oh, apply cool. it to, to theater.
1: Oh, good! I think that's all what theater means. <laughs> it's theater, it's, right? Yeah. Right,
0: exactly. the stories. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. and, and we're going to hear uh, your story. So I know you because you and I both know Rod Carral. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I knew her back to SF Shakes, mm-hmm. which means um, San Francisco Shakespeare Festival.
0: Yeah, you guys did years Hamlet ago together, in correct?
1: Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Hamlet. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. It's two years ago. Twenty seventeen just seems like yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm exactly
1: yeah. time really flies especially when you get older <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly um and as a matter of fact in 2017 there were several hamlets going on Oh, really? uh yeah. there was san francisco Shakespeare. i think the Marin shakespeare company did one norman had did one at the, oh, Ara- yeah, I uh, the arabian so. yeah the arabian shakespeare company where he was polonius and hamlet well shakespeare in general mm-hmm. <clears throat> is one of those playwrights or you know and hamlet and really any all of the shakespeare plays it never gets old. You know, it's five hundred years old. Yeah, it's but timeless. It's it's very, very timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I would ask Norman how is your day or whatever, but um how is your um because you have a day job as well. There are a lot of theater people who have day jobs and
1: Oh, I didn't have a day job back to then <laughs> because I was last year consider myself as new immigrant.
0: <laughs> oh really? When did you when did you come to the United States if um, you don't mind asking? You
1: guess? <laughs> like, you know. I came here on 2016. Okay. So, you know, and mm-hmm. that Shakespeare, uh, SF Shakes, was back to 2017. So, yeah. it's just like techni- technically it's like a year. Yeah. So, I came here. I, I remember it was on Valentine, uh, Valentine's.
0: Wow, is that right?
1: Yeah. <coughs> and the, when I left China, that day was also Valentine's. <laughs> Just, wow. <yeah. laughs> the time difference, you know? Sure, sure. So that, um, uh, Valentine on 2016, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was still like a new immigrant yeah. <laughs> back to then, and everything was new and fresh. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Well, I, you know, I want to get you on the, uh, because I have another podcast, I'm an American too, because I'm really interested in hearing how, <clears throat> you know, what your impression of America was before. You came here oh, and how it changed to how, you know, when you come here as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Great. I'm excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, we Norman and I usually also talk about current events. And uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, about a couple of hours ago, there was another uh, terrorist act. Well, a hate crime, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Someone went into a synagogue in California, and they could have killed many people, but they only uh, wound up killing one. I'll read the um the headline on CNN.
1: Oh, that was terrible! So
0: yeah, Passover. Mayor, um, this it was in San Diego, a synagogue in San oh, Diego. Wow.
1: So how? Why do they choose that person?
0: Well, I don't know. The person appears to be 19 years old, and he walked into a Passover. This happened at about eleven, about eleven fifteen this morning.
1: Wow, that's really terrible.
0: And uh, we have that. Plus, there was also the. Um, I think there was something that happened overseas um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, But there have been a lot of, whether it be terrorist-related killings or just hate crimes. And as a matter of fact, I had uh, a couple of guests, um, Dana Lewenthal and Alicia von Kugelgen, who are Jewish. And they've talked about the rise of anti-Semitism. And you had recently did a play by Bertolt Brecht, uh, Umberto Oi. We were talking about that before we Uh hit hit the mic. And Bertolt Brecht was a German who talked about the rise of Hitler and how anti-Semitism sort of fueled his campaign to become chancellor Mm -hmm. and ultimately rule Nazi Germany. Now, of course, this is history. This is back in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so anti-Semitism, that's basically a hatred of Jews. That's basically racism. It's a fancy way of saying racism. Um, Yeah, so, um, but are you shocked? I, I, I had always thought that as generations become... Younger, you know, as uh, the older generation dies out and we have newer millennials who are into Facebook and and social media Mm -hmm. and they get to speak to people from different languages and from from different cultures, that racism would sort of just disappear. But it hasn't. Does it does it shock you when you hear about stories about this? I mean, do you have any thoughts about that at all?
1: Terrorist story happening still still happening nowadays. Yeah. Well, I mean, this kid was
0: 19 years old, and you would think, how does a young person grow up and hate? Right. Yes.
1: Oh, you mean that um, 19-year-old people he shot people?
0: Yeah, the 19-year-old. 19-year-old split the scene and called 911. And you sure he's
1: one of the terror terrorists?
0: Well, no, no. This is the hate. This is a hate crime. So he went into San. Yeah, he went into San. He went into a synagogue in San Diego. Uh, I believe he had a Tech-9 or a, sub, uh, a machine gun. Luckily, the patrons wow. there stopped him before he could kill more people.
1: Oh, wow. Two people
0: were injured. One person died.
1: Wow, that's really sad.
0: Yeah, it's very, very and sad. it's really
1: hard to believe a 19-year-old person can did that.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Like um,
1: murder, like. And terrible murders. And yeah,
0: yeah. Do you have any thoughts at all? I think
1: it might be related to his family and the oh, experience.
0: It, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's why he
1: has hate. And I, I heard many teenagers, they just have, they grown up with really traumatic experience or whatever. They just hate. Or sure. Because they they, they, may, they might be bullied or they just used to, you know, if they joined the gangs in school. Sure. Not sure. Yeah, they just about that experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so as well, because a lot of times you inherit what you get from your family or from outside Mm -hmm. environments, Um, because a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, I'm a, I don't know, a racist because my daddy was a racist and my granddaddy was a racist, or, you know, Mm -hmm. they pass on these horrible, either homophobic or anti-Semitic or racist um,
1: theology. So um, so this 19-year-old is a white...
0: I believe so. Uh, They haven't, they're still, you know, interviewing him and and all that stuff. Police have identified the suspect as 19-year-old John Ernest uh, and investigated a manifesto. He wrote a manifesto as well. I was
1: amazed he did it. He did the crime alone just by himself because I heard a lot of things like it's like a group crime. Yeah. So people, you know, they just join and they Mm -hmm. lose their identity. They just do it.
0: Yeah. And I'm reading this right now. This is all fresh news. In the open letter, Ernest talks about planning the attack and references other attacks on houses of worship, including the attack on the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, as well as Mm -hmm. the mosque in Christ Church, New Zealand. Ernest talks about his disdain for Jews and claims responsibility for the mosque fire in Escondido a week and a half after the attacks in Christchurch. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, it's very, very sad. <clears throat> Obviously, we, we don't, you know, we, this isn't a political podcast. it's a theater podcast, but I would think that, and one of the things that draws me and a lot of people into theater is to connect to people mm-hmm. and to tell their stories.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, like when you had did the Bertolt Brecht, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about you doing the Bertolt Brecht piece and also all of the other things that you've done, but you're telling us someone else's story. Yeah, You may exactly. be Chinese, but you're telling, let's say, a Jewish story when you mm-hmm. do the Bertolt Brecht piece. Mm-hmm. I remember doing, uh, we. so Bertolt Brecht wrote a series of one acts called Fear and Misery in the Third Reich, which talks about people living in the age of Hitler and how some people were persecuted by it, but some people sort of stepped in line and basically did exactly what Hitler wanted because they just wanted to be a part of the crowd, you oh. know, me too, and uh, and all of that stuff. So I think it's important, but um, it's it's just um, it's just sad. But um, I mean, coming to America, have you? Because you said you came in 2016. Is that right? Yes. So you came just as the election. Uh, between Trump and Hillary Clinton.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, that's why my school, you know, chose that play.
0: Exactly. Yeah. There's been a lot of what I would call. Because um, they
1: were like, they like predicting, you know, Trump would get, would have a shot with, mm-hmm. for that. So yeah. Can,
0: <laughs> and so there've been that's, a lot. There's yeah. been a lot of theater based on protest, based on not just entertainment,
1: protest, but mm-hmm.
0: education. To let people know, hey, this is a warning. Mm -hmm. This happened during Broto to time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It can happen here now.
1: And hopefully to bring, you know, the awareness. Yes. You know, what's happening around you and, you Mm -hmm. know, it's not just about them. You know, something can also happen to you someday and it's happening, you know. Yeah. All all the time, you know, because many plays are really timeless, you know.
0: And history
1: is repeating.
0: Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Were you shocked when Trump um, became elected, became president?
1: Yeah, kind of, but I didn't really know much about American politics. I'm not sure how it worked. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but yeah, because everyone was expecting Hillary got elected and, Mm -hmm. you know, and just didn't realize, wow, just in that one day, and wow, Trump got it. (laughs) And many people were so sad, and I was like, oh,
0: yeah, you know it's funny. I, I have a friend who who lives in Guangzhou, and mm-hmm. uh, and I talk to her every now and then via Skype, and I, we were okay. having a discussion, and I was saying, so you guys have a president. I think the current president in China is Zhu. Xi
1: Jinping.
0: Ah, uh, Xi, uh, Xi Xi, X mm-hmm. I. I was thinking X I XI, U. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Xi, Xi, Ping? Xi
1: Jinping.
0: Xi Jinping. G. Mm-hmm. Jinping. Well, I, I sort of got it, but yeah. in any case, I asked her mm-hmm. so. Did you vote? I mean, did you elect him? That's your president. He's like, no, 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 we don't. No,
1: that's not a process we did in China. Yeah.
0: And I was like, does that make you upset? I was asking her. Her Uh name is Candy. And she was like, no, not really. I mean, I have a job. I have whatever. So what's Uh the big deal? I know. (laughs) And as an American, that's like, that's really weird. I mean, you know, (laughs) we get really upset if there are people in power telling us what to do and we didn't vote that person in.
1: I know because we're we're a different like a party system. You know, communist party. You know, they yeah. control almost everything. They yeah. don't want people to like vote, and you don't know them anyway. So, but but maybe you can vote like the state. I don't even think we can vote for that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I think most people didn't have don't have the chance or opportunity to. Vote.
0: Interesting, but there's no real uh, outrage. I mean, I I have to go back to when I was younger. I think it was the um, the Tiananmen Square uh, situation, which happened, I believe, that in 1989. Was like ni- yeah, na-
1: 1989. I, yeah. E- I even didn't know, I didn't even really know that story until I was older. Yeah. Which is really like, I was so, so shocked. Cause you know, the co- government was trying to suppress this yeah. thing all the time.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, that—I mean—that which m- is so sad. It's a, it's a so searing memory. Okay, in do you
1: my yeah, yeah. Do, do you know why they did that?
0: Well, sure. I mean, there uh, were. Um, well, I think it happened in Hong Kong. Like it uh,
1: happened in Hong Kong. So I think so.
0: D- Tiananmen Square, isn't that mm-hmm. in Hong Kong or Beijing? Oh, Beijing. It's in Beijing. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. They yeah, and I right. and I know these bigger cities in mm-hmm. China are a, a little bit more. They they, uh, they have an understanding of democracy, and I think the children uh, the the students yeah, there yeah, yeah. wanted the students. democracy mm-hmm. or wanted a change. Yeah, and of course the government was like, no, that's not going to happen. We're going to suppress this. Um,
1: I heard that it's because the president and um, his son mm, like had some. Corruption, corruption, right? yeah. yeah. So it's really bad, bad corruption. So the students wanted to protest, like, this is not right, you know, he should be, you know, you should send him to prison or, you know, executed. Yeah. But of but course, uh, it's a president, you know, it's chairman, chairman's yeah. son. And I heard that his wife, like, really, like, no, you can't do that, you can't do that. So mm-hmm. the government just has had to suppress and did what they do. But that yeah. was really terrible when I heard.
0: Yeah, yo, yeah. And i think people to the state don't know because there was the what they call the man in front of the um the the tank man. They call him tank man. Oh, in yeah, front of yeah, the tank. yeah. I know, People yeah. still don't know who, where he is or if he's alive or anything. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But in any case, so we'll we'll talk later about po- we'll do that. We'll do that on the American podcast. But let's talk theater and let's talk about you. Uh, we'd love to hear an origin story. So how did you you told me a little bit of how you got involved in theater. Um, did you even think about theater when you were in China?
1: Yes, that that was always my dream when I was in China. You know, mm-hmm. but you know the education system was different there. So when I when I grew up, I always told to be practical. So mm-hmm. I just and I really didn't know what to what major to choose back to then. Mm-hmm because I didn't have any chance to experience, like, what's what, so just keep studying, and, like, school's everything, so sure. I didn't know. I, I wasn't, and I never, I was never sure what I really liked, so mm-hmm. I just chose accounting because, um, partly because I was, first, I was great at math, mm-hmm. and second, it was practical, and it's popular, too. Yes. So I just imagined myself going to be, you know, one of the office lady, you know, dress well, dress cool to be office lady, yeah. being an accountant. So, and then when I, when I went to college and, and I started to start accounting, I, I finally figured, oh, this is really not something I enjoyed mm. studying. Yeah. And I wanted to change mm-hmm. back to then already when I was, um, in my third year of college, mm-hmm. so and but, but it, th- it was really hard to change uh, to change major. Yeah, when you were in China, you know. <coughs> oh, that's in what Chinese I was going to say. Chinese college, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I imagine so. It's almost
1: so. possible because you have to go back to high school. And yeah, you have you have to do all and the exam entrance exam to mm-hmm. college.
0: So know. yeah,
1: yeah, that was like a long of waste of time and a lot of risk there. Of course, my f- my family wouldn't want me to do that, and I don't want. I didn't want to risk. That, mm-hmm. because I was already in third year, mm-hmm. you know, in two years I'm going to graduate. At degrees, degree, because the degree is a lifetime thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't, I just couldn't risk that. I and mean, you even, you never know if you go back, things would work out. You never know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't really into school back to that time also. so
0: Yeah. Do you have siblings?
1: No, I'm the only child. Ah,
0: okay. I was an only child, and then my dad remarried, so I'm the oldest of four now. But growing up an only child, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think you're introspective. You're, you 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 know you think you think within your head. I think a lot of only children do, and uh, they're very what they call introspective. In other words, they um,
1: introspective. Introspective,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. In other words, they um, they have a, a big imagination.
1: Like, oh, like. Like maybe some introverts and mm-hmm. like they think inside of themselves like they have their own inner world
0: exactly like, yeah yeah they they can spend a lot of time just being alone um, uh-huh, so yeah. I think yeah. was that the same for you
1: um, kind of yeah and sometimes you know I still remember when I was kid and my my mom sometimes and she joke she she joked with me, oh, I'm going to have a, a brother. I'm, I'm going to give a birth. So do you want that? And I was, no, no. I, I, I like this way because I don't, because it's not, like, I, I didn't want someone else to, you know, maybe compete with the resource I have. <laughs> you know, I, I want I want to have all the love from my family, from my parents. I was uh, like, no, I like being only child. Yeah. But, yeah, but there are pros and cons. I'm sure there are really, you know, there are benefits being, you know you you, you have sab- with siblings
0: yeah there i guess there's it's there are advantages and disadvantages mm-hmm. but um, yeah. yeah now um, do they support because you know i guess you're involved in theater do how do they, how do your parents feel i know they're back in china do mm-hmm. they do you ever, they have a thought one way or another do they think that it's a waste of time do they support you uh,
1: you mean like theater yeah um we didn't ha- we d- I didn't have any theater education a- education when I was in China because high school you didn't have that class and we we never made like theater productions in high school just study you know just subject like you know Chinese math English mm-hmm. you know history bi- biology mm-hmm. you know all this that kind of stuff so yeah. like physics so we never had a chance to experience theater
0: Sure but I mean like when you did the Shakespeare thing the San Francisco Shakespeare mm-hmm. thing when you came to America did you let them know? Oh, hey, I'm in a theater production. Oh
1: yeah, sure, and they were proud of me. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but back to in, uh, back to China because I didn't have that background. The situation yeah. was totally different. They were like, Oh, you're doing something really unpractical, and you're not gonna make it, you know. And mm-hmm. even no one's know you. You know, you you only because because before that, I um, before I came here, I only had um, acting experience, mm-hmm. um, acting in sketches for my yeah. companies. So you know, my I'm gonna
0: bring your mic up just a little bit more. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. that's perfect.
1: Okay, so because my um, when I was accountant, my company did you know um, several um, they they did every year they had Christmas party or New Year party so mm-hmm. they had sketches they have you know we have so they find people in cast to do the sketches mm-hmm. you know just for fun
0: yeah
1: and they always in. Um, um, my co-workers and they they really they always enjoyed my performance. Oh, you're good. You have you really had good energy on stage because <laughs> they mm-hmm. they never realized. Okay, because cause in real life I'm like this kind of person. Maybe some quiet. But when mm-hmm. I was on stage, I I became like totally different person. Like mm-hmm. oh oh you turn out to be so lively. Oh you can be lively and you can be quiet. So mm-hmm. They never didn't didn't realize that. And then I figured out oh actually I really like theater. This is so cool, so fun. I really want want to be um, involved in theater, but mm-hmm. because I don't have a background, I didn't major in, in acting. Cause mm-hmm. in, you know, in China, there's not even theater arts, I don't think there's, maybe in theater arts, just more like playwriting, mm-hmm. like writing things. So when, you, when it comes to theater arts, you know, people, I, the first thing that came to my mind is like maybe playwriting. Because we have acting schools, mm-hmm. so only people who graduated from acting schools mostly, mm-hmm. they will get, like, big shot. They, they would have more opportunities. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to start from the extras, and, you know, you never know.
0: Yeah, what I, would w- I would wonder, because I'm, I know that there's th- film and television yeah. in China, so mm-hmm. I would wonder how does someone even break into that sort of industry in China if there's no
1: no background yeah then.
0: there's no background if there's no training or so whatever so
1: mostly the chances was really slim that's mm. why I didn't even just don't think about it but some people you know still we have millions of people they they went there it's called like a Chinese version of Hollywood I mm-hmm. think it's in you probably don't know that um well, Zhejiang no. province in Hongdian. so it's called Hongdian Film City mm-hmm. so they did mo- most of the TV and uh, TV series from films there but you starting when you started as an actor I think the situation was different when you started actor here because many people doing actor and they have their day job but if you um you want to study with extra i don't think y- you would have any chance to do day job or i think their uh, situation for them is totally different and and they got paid really low and mm. they were really looked about looked down upon and oh interesting and yeah and most of most importantly most of them are really lowly educated
0: oh interesting so, so it's as if they took me, this job because yeah. they they couldn't mm-hmm. get it into school or they didn't or, do well yeah
1: but some people of course they they had passion but yeah. you know and also luck is a big thing you, you know if you have the shot you have the, the, the big opportunity and mm-hmm. the director like you but sometimes who knows like i heard a lot of, uh, a lot of dark news about about this industry like you yeah, have like, if, if someone, like a producer or a director or someone who's powerful, they, they say, okay, you sleep with me. Oh, sure. Yeah, what Especially they call. Especially for girls, you know. Yeah,
0: what they call, the, there's a, um, a catchphrase called uh, the casting couch where oh. um, people, you know, you get sleazy guys. Like, you probably mm-hmm. heard about Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein is a big American, or at least he was a big American um, film producer. And he would cast these, you know, beautiful actresses to do these films. But, of course, you got to do some stuff. you got to mm-hmm. take off your clothes. you got to mm-hmm. have sex with a man. And now he's being prosecuted for doing that sexual assault. So that case is uh, coming up. And we've talked a lot about that. Um, luckily, you haven't had to deal with that uh, mm-hmm. as a director. I mean, I mean I'm sorry, uh, dealing with directors uh, looking at you or mm-hmm. treating you that way since no. you've been here in America. That's good. No. <laughs> Yeah. I think
1: maybe this happened more in film or TV industry. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, uh, Rodica herself talked a, a story. She was um right here on the yay oh. uh, about uh she was doing a Shakespeare piece uh mm-hmm. and she I guess there was a kissing scene and the director said, "Okay, you've got to kiss your partner." Which is fine because uh. that's that what that's what happens if you're a character. You uh-huh. may have to play someone who does. But yes. she felt that during the rehearsal process it just was too much where it, it looked like the director uh, just was getting excited over it instead of it being productive.
1: That's not a good sign. It's not a
0: good sign at all. And she really wanted to talk about that. Erotic wanted to talk about that. Because if you're a young actor mm-hmm. and a director says, hey, you're a cast. We're going to cast you in this show. Mm-hmm. You feel wonderful. And there's yes. this knee-jerk reaction of mm-hmm. doing everything the director tells you to do. Yeah, and you have to wa- You have to be in, careful. Like, you're
1: kind of like in passive position because you're just actor. If you don't want to do it, okay, we got m- many people who want to do it. Sure. You do, okay, I'm going to fire you and I'm going to find someone else, you know.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it can become a, uh, a problem. Let's yes. talk about you, when you came to America. And I'm going to adjust your mic oh. just a little bit again. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Maybe I think yes, that maybe the thing is slipping. Is, um, there we go. Yeah,
1: maybe it <laughs> has something to do with my the size of my head. I like I have small head. Yeah, hair, like,
0: I yeah, know. but but uh, there, it's, it's very slippy. But in any case, when you um, so when you came to America, um, you um, you had a job where you were an accountant and, and uh, you got involved in I guess there were some office productions that they were doing, and then you eventually um, you took some acting classes.
1: Actually, I started taking acting classes just in 2016,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the S- September, so yeah. it's like half a year after I came here, and yeah. I, because I, I wanted to do something I really enjoyed to do. In mm-hmm. China, I already changed my career from account- accounting to editing, so mm-hmm. actually I did book editing, I did magazine editing, mm-hmm. travel guide acting on yeah. the internet. And then I came to China, I figured out, oh, okay, what am I going to do? I, you know, I was not content for a long time mm-hmm. and I did editing. I had been acting editing for mm-hmm. several year, years, so but, but that's like editing in Chinese, which is different. So mm-hmm. I, had, I had to explore a career, and I hope the career is something like I really have passion for. Sure. So, and then my, you know, people, su- my suggested me okay, go to college, go to city college. You know, mm-hmm. that's where people are starting over, especially for in- immigrants. Yeah. So that's where I started. And then I just found this program, a theater arts program. It says, oh, find yourself on stage. You know, we have mm-hmm. uh, these actors who, 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 and then maybe you can be one of them in the future. Who uh-huh. knows? And this, which is just really inspiring. And I just imagine myself, oh, okay, wow, didn't realize in the community college and the you know, they got yeah. an acting program, theater arts program. You know, even in my sc- my college, yeah, they didn't have that program.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that because I'm always interested in the techniques that that are taught. You know, when I went to school, I went to an uh, arts high school, and I went to uh, NYU, and there were different techniques and di- different methods. Mm-hmm. Like, there's method acting. There's Stanislavski. Stanislavski. Yeah, you, uh, you learned about of acting. Him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah. The so most popular ones, I think, is Stanislavski and of acting.
0: Uh, yeah, was was that taught mm-hmm. in your, in? Did your teachers teach you that?
1: Um, I think yeah. I think my teacher went for Stanislavski. Okay. So which is you remember? it's kind of like maybe you brought your own real life experience exactly like, yeah. that's
0: exactly right where you try to create the reality on stage mm-hmm. as much as you can because
1: it's hard to trans- transfer like like you like like just this moment you're just uh, you know having a party with your friend or you're just having dinner but back but after dinner you're going to go back to rehearsal and how can you you know just jump to that part you know mm-hmm. so maybe you bring your real life experience
0: Exactly, Which they
1: think it would be easier for you to bring the emotion, yeah, but for me, i don't know i I don't really speak that that <laughs> that matter just doesn't speak to me that much, because sure. uh, yeah. I wanted to immerse myself just exactly in that situation, in the play.
0: Exactly. One of the issues that a lot of people have with method is that you can get too deep. You don't have to be a serial mm-hmm. killer to play a ser- serial killer. Yeah,
1: because you never killed a real person in real life, and how can you, you know, be a murderer in the play if they cast you as a murderer? Right. So you, re- I think you really have to go directly, you know, dig into the play and really you know, explore why the character do, like, wh- what are the motives behind them or she, like, doing this. Like,
0: That's exactly right. You, you is, really what is have th- to
1: do the character work. and yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's an outer arc. There's an arc of the play, where mm-hmm. the play is going, and then there's the arc of the character, and how does the yeah. character fit into the arc of the play? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of helps you because if you're playing just a minor character, mm-hmm. you don't have to go so deep into it. you want to get deep enough to create a exactly. life on stage. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's only there to fit into you know, the, the whole scope of the play. You may only be there to feed another main character. Mm-hmm. You may just giving someone, I don't know a, 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 a can of a, a, a cup of water. And that may be your only thing, but you have to find a motivation for that. Uh-huh. But it doesn't have to get too deep. I mean, it's only there, you're yeah, only there you don't want to get
1: too deep. It's kind of funny. So my first play, mm-hmm. um, I was cast at City College as Wandi Duman in mm-hmm. Arturo, The Resist for Rise mm-hmm. of Arturo Wii, which was written by, Bert- by Bert- yeah, Bertolt, Brecht. Bertolt Brecht. Yes, and that was really amazing play, especially for my character. That was really, really an emotional, like amazing character. My director even told me beforehand, I just, kni- I just knew you could do it. You know, there was a girl like talking to me like, oh, I'm g- I want to have that role. But, you know, she just mm, no, no, I'm going to have circle. Mm. She Because she knew I can do it. Because yeah. maybe she just kind of figured out I'm kind of like an emotional person. Like mm-hmm. like I'm easy to go into the emotion. But yeah. for me, um, actually, I think it's com- uh, maybe I partly thought about because I I had husband I have husband right so Mm -hmm. and my husband yeah so in my story in that character my husband just got shot death Mm -hmm. by gun so Mm -hmm. he's a truck driver and I'm the wife of truck driver and Mm -hmm. he got shot Um, before just before I came on the stage like so I was trying to protest and asking people to help me but no Mm -hmm. one can help me because because everyone is like they're afraid of the gangsters hiding and everywhere right. you know so yeah for those and i was seriously injured and no one would tell me so i was like oh we have to fight fight protest you know this girl yeah. is coming like but then um so i got that monologue and so actually in that situation i really like put myself in that scene in that's really intense, but I also try to think about, okay, so what if my husband, so actually I kind of like a use, because I have husband, so I kind of use my husband, okay, what if my husband died and mm-hmm. he got shot? Yeah. So that's why I, I came you, to it, tears and asked And for you were help able connect to connect to
0: those emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You realize how hard it, that is. That is yeah. really, really difficult. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people who can't because they're like, well, this isn't real, so mm-hmm. they have that disconnect.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah but also they also you can also reach that level through um, you know the stage lighting yeah and you know all the f- well, it vibe, really, they create, yeah.
0: there's some know. external elements, mm-hmm. obviously, like yeah. there are sound and lighting and there's mm-hmm. costuming, but really, the 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 foundation comes from the actor, from yourself.
1: Yeah, you really need to do some work before, like you think, okay, my husband, dad, because this is the things happening before you sure. show, show up on the stage, and then, so I really, I did all the work, so, so every time I came, mm-hmm. came backstage really early, um, like, like, hmm, I Many minute, like just in the yeah, same before, just, just right. to do the prepare work, yeah, just yeah. like okay, so now my husband dead, and then that you know that moment until that moment's coming, you know, mm-hmm. the door uh, they they open the door and and the truck driver they, there was a truck. A, a, a <laughs> fake truck or sure, like sure. make something and I was like okay so this moment I, and I heard that sound from the mm-hmm. stage and okay so this, this moment I, I imagine my husband my husband yeah. in my real life mm-hmm. he got shot and he was dead yeah. all of a sudden and I was immigrant and even my director told me you can just imagine yourself as immigrant you know mm-hmm. playing this character because you know you're a victim and you know you're, you're the only character in this play you're protesting and This happened to immigrants a lot. You just, you know, you can exactly, and you are immigrants. immigrant. So I totally, I I kind of put myself in my own character, in my own role in my Mm -hmm. real life too. Like, okay, I'm immigrant. Mm -hmm. And my my husband got shot. Yeah. Which was so sad. And and, and I was seriously injured and Mm -hmm. I didn't help. I asked for help and no one could help. Mm -hmm. So I was so desperate. (laughs) And even now (laughs) when I I talk to you like this, I I came to some emotion. It was hard and
0: intense. No, that's fantastic, mm-hmm. and that's, it's a real gift. I mean, I, I'm trying to – you have to understand how, how special that is because there are a lot of people – there are people who go to class to get that emotional connection because I think um, a lot of – like when I went to school, there were a lot of individuals who had problems with connecting to those emotions because oh. of whatever happened in their past or, mm-hmm. uh, or they, they want to get into theater to be a superstar and to do all the heroic things, okay. but when they're asked to connect into – very seedy or sad moments they can't because they don't understand what those feelings are um and that's why like one of the one of the techniques that we had in in school when i went to school was sense memory they're like okay so when was the last time you cried reggie and i'm like hmm i guess <laughs> when my girlfriend left me okay wh- what was the music that was playing uh-huh. what did you eat okay what did was- it taste like what did she look like what was her eyes like what was the color of her dress? And as I mm-hmm. think about these things, and think about, let's say, the music that was playing, or I don't know what I was wearing, or whatever, all of a sudden the memories mm-hmm. click because the senses remember yeah. these things. Um, and uh, did you? I mean, were there were there techniques, or let's say, theater games that were that your um, your teacher had? To help you connect with with, with these things, or, or maybe not.
1: She didn't, because she knew I could do it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> part of she just basically helped me to chop the pieces, because it's a monologue. Sure. Like one minute, one minute and a half. Yeah. Monologue. So he just helped. She just helped me chop into like different sections. You yeah. Know? So this part you you are you, hurt. You know you're asking for help, and next part you know you say, okay, now I figured who this person are, who yeah. killed my husband. And that's part, and you're going to stand up and protest, you yeah. know, and persuade people to protest. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's part. And, you know, in the end, you know, no one just, you know, stand out. And you just got shot. Mm-hmm. And, and you have your last moment. And sure. I got shot by machine gun. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. those,
0: are, those are called beats. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Beats, yeah.
0: Exactly. So mm-hmm. there's a beat change. Let's say section one is one beat mm-hmm. where you have one particular emotional or there's one thought that you have in your mind. Yeah. And then let's say you connect to another thought. Or another beat yeah, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think one of my problems, I think I'm good with emotion. I'm confident about that. But I have a problem is maybe maybe sometimes when I do monologue, I may have, you know, I may hang in same emotions for a long time. Like oh, sure. That's why you, uh, you have. Connecting the, to the next it beat. It makes sense to, yeah, to have beats yeah. and you have thought. Yeah. yeah. And
0: that's based on objectives. Like, what is your objective in, mm-hmm. in a piece? Like, there's one piece, there's a wonderful piece that I do when I do monologues mm-hmm. uh, when I'm auditioning. And uh, I think it's from King Arthur. And there's one be- there's one section of the monologue where I I want to kill Lancelot mm-hmm. because he's sleeping with my w- with my queen, my wife. Oh, which is not cool.
1: <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but
0: I can't because King Arthur's a Christian. And he's like, "No, I can't do this because this is against what I believe." And mm-hmm. what? And, and so, one beat is, "Ugh, I can't do it." And then the next beat is, "It's not because you're my friend, because you're not my friend." And I sort of lecture him. Mm-hmm. And then the next beat is sort of contemplating, "Well, what's my problem? I mean, is it this? Is it that? What's <laughs> going on? Yeah, is that how this our kings are? Did I become soft when I put on the crown?" And then my next beat change is I'm chastising you, go away, just go away. And then my last beat is, if I ever see you again, I'm going to kill you.
1: That's like a really, like, created narc. An
0: exactly. There, yeah. And so there are like five beat changes yeah. within that one monologue. But, of course, you know, just like your teacher, I'm mm-hmm. chopping it up, and I'm saying, okay, what's my objective when this piece? And what's my objective in this mm-hmm. piece? Because a lot of times you don't fulfill your objective.
1: No. Yeah. And especially in real life, you know, it's different because real life, you know, when you argue with someone, you just, you know, you're just projecting your anger to them and your, your anger, you, or, you, or you cry, just keep crying. Sure. But monologue's different because you got to tell a story in a short time. Exactly. So you have different objectives and you want um, to, the most important is to keep the audience attention, you yes. know, to grab their attention. You don't yeah. want to lose them.
0: <laughs> now, here's a question for you. Do you ever Did you ever have an issue... Either with that, or I know you did. An, I know you did a Shakespeare play as well. Keeping the fourth wall. Have you heard that term before? Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. that's acting,
0: exactly, especially on
1: stage. <laughs> yes, not, not live acting, not immer- immersive acting. Which, yes, uh, yeah, because you see an audi- kinds of theater. Yeah. You see
0: an audience looking at you, and sometimes it can take young actors away from their piece. It's like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you're you're in a piece and let's yeah, say you're no. doing you're in medieval England. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, oh, there's a friend of mine who's on oh, the iPhone. Oh, that's
1: really bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that can be distracting. Sure, but do you have, yeah. do you
0: have a problem with that?
1: Um, can I say because I wear glasses and usually if I'm on theater, I you know I just you know take off my glasses and mm-hmm. I couldn't see I couldn't see people clearly. I couldn't yeah. see their face. And, so
0: you're not distracted by even in the though audience.
1: even though. Uh, yeah, you know, because I, I, I remember I, I had some experience when I was in middle school back to China, or not middle school, like primary um, elementary school. Sure. It's like you're on stage to sing or oh, do a okay. speech, like public speech, yeah. scripted, of course. Yeah. So I do that kind of thing. And I just, I don't know, I just always, like, enjoyed being on stage. I, I just really enjoyed, like, I felt reveled and, like, mm-hmm. Like my personality, my whole, because uh, I feel so great to be in, like you know, and I can change my personality. I don't know. Um, See, so real life, like many stressors, like you have, you got pressure, you got study, and sure. you know things happening, and your family, mm-hmm. and your friends, may, you know, you mm-hmm. know that's that's a lot of school things. Like you sure. had got bully, you know. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> back to then, because I was pit- pitied, even mm-hmm. I'm still pitied. But I just. I just know because I got bullied, and so hmm. my personality was shy. You know, I was quiet.
0: Yeah. But when
1: I was on stage, I thought, "Oh, good! Now I can put on, you know, mm-hmm. a clothing of other ac- character to protect me, and I can releasing my, you know, anger or whatever emotion. And I can mm-hmm. really, you know, tell people what I'm, what I really feel like in yeah. this character. I feel really great. I feel safe, and just enjoyed it.
0: Wonderful. No, yeah, yeah that's. I'm sad to hear you know you, you never like to hear about people being bullied in school and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff but yes. theater is the outlet that's the outlet where yeah exactly the can. outlet
1: yeah i can yeah. have my emotion and yeah cuz in real life sometimes they try to in- suppress that like sure. it's not right to do this or yeah something
0: exactly so talk to me about how you connected with San Francisco shakes
1: so i did um, my first production um, I just told you as a Wonder Woman in r 2 We And then I did, um, I just did one thing in theater club
0: mm-hmm. by, in,
1: at college too. And then I wanted to do sh- Shakespeare because I was really fascinated about Shakespeare's play. My mm-hmm. first, pl- The first play I read was Twelfth Night. And oh I yeah. really thought, wow, this is really cool, cool story and mm-hmm. love story, many things going on. And so just so fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I wish, um, so I tried that play at school, but for some reason, um, the director didn't cast me. He said I could maybe um, be an Mm extra. I just decided not to do it because Mm -hmm. of the time and Mm -hmm. other things happening. And and I got, oh, and I took class in ACT the night. So they they just, you know, so I missed the opportunity anyway. So, but Mm -hmm. I always think about, I wanted to be cast in the Shakespeare play, and then uh, and th- that director who mm-hmm. didn't cast me, and he became my Shakespeare p- teacher because mm-hmm. um, I, I to- So I started to take a Shakespeare class, and mm-hmm. I took. Oh, um, I think actually I take that class. He the, he's, he was teaching was mm-hmm. um, audition like audition or oh yes. Vocal. Vocal production and Vocal audition production, yeah and then I so I asked him about advice so if you know I really wanted to be in, in such play like mm-hmm. Shakespeare you know, what can I do and so he was one who suggested me, oh you can do like many you know there are many Shakespeare companies um, production fa- companies in mm-hmm. San Francisco and they need in, in interns and mm-hmm. he knows marine Shakespeare and he's really a Shakespeare nerd he teaches mm-hmm. Shakespeare so he knows a, a lot of things about that mm-hmm. and he used to teach in ACT too so he recommended you can do a, a, um, San Francisco Shakespeare marine mm-hmm. company you know the, sh- the Shakespeare company so I just decided to, to try and, and I got his recommendation and I just Finally got it.
0: Yeah. So you were. What was the. What oh, was the play I did a monologue.
1: In? So they asked me to do a monologue and I asked for his advice too. So mm-hmm. he asked someone to help me with the monologue. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, they just cast me because yeah, because I was intern back to then. And
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was the play that you were in? Hamlet. It was Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Of yeah, course yeah we that's we were the about one. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Radhika, Yeah. I
1: knew her. Yeah. I met her. Yeah, yeah she was and the
0: brave digger, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. He, she, got a, yeah, yeah, yeah. she got a lot of energy and
0: great mm. energy. Oh, yeah. no, she has fantastic mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. And she was talking about, because that was when I interviewed her, and she was talking about how the, sh- the how the San Francisco Shakes really wanted to bring in diversity, mm-hmm. as many people from different cultures yeah. as possible. Yeah,
1: and, you know, back to then, it was really exciting, because she even inspired me, like, back to then, you know, because uh, I got cast. I was intern, so the main job, the main job to do is mm-hmm. to perform in their green show. So, you know, it's like an appetite yeah. before you know the main stage show. You know, you know they introduce the, the audience about the history, the traditions about yeah, Shichiu, Hamlet. Shakespeare. Yeah, and it's, but it's really family friendly, so mm-hmm. no killing. After that, a lot of killings. <laughs> <laughs> in sure, oh sure, oh sure. So it's like a fifteen minutes green show, uh-huh. um, and you know, I'm I'm Asian, so I'm yellow. And I and I got a black and we got a black girl Mm -hmm. and we got a Hispanic. So we three were all actually, you know.
0: Yeah, a lot of diversity. The
1: diversity there and we had a white girl, but. She She's just, yeah, one girl. We, we switched kind of. But sure. still, a lot of diversity there, which yeah. is really inspiring. And she told me, oh, Circle, you know, you should be really proud of this opportunity. You got really, and you know, so many audience you know, mm-hmm. some audience in your race. You said, oh, wow, I see someone. I could be that per- that person, so inspirational. Yeah. You
0: know? No, no, no. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. And it sounds like you mm-hmm. had a wonderful experience yeah. at the San Francisco uh, Shakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so I are work you
1: with all these professionals? And yeah, yeah.
0: Now yeah, it's wonderful the to put balls. on your resume. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, sure.
0: Um, do, are you auditioning now? Are you looking to be in shows um, right now?
1: I'm really not auditioning for shows that much mm-hmm. right now because I'm I'm in school. Okay. I I'm, I'm recently I'm trying to get um, a degree, hopefully in theater arts. Okay. So I'm aiming for it to. Um, I'm aiming to get it. Um, by the next semester,
0: yeah,
1: like hopefully the end of the year, yeah. So, I'm not auditioning, and I got a job in San Francisco Dungeon, mm-hmm. I which I mentioned to you earlier, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's like immersive live theater. So I got a lot, a lot of acting experience there, and I can just act there, and that kind of satisfies my acting needs also. So yeah. And I got, so I got school, and I'm full time student, mm-hmm. and I'm taking more um, general education class. Cause, cause when I just came here, I, I took I took a lot of acting classes, mm-hmm. so I just really focused on acting. But now I. I had to take some general ed class to, you know, get a degree.
0: Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, so
1: I'm taking more general ed class. A lot of papers, too. Oh my gosh! And the finals coming. <laughs> okay, so. And, y- yeah, and you're yeah. taking
0: this time to do this uh, podcast, so I really appreciate it because you know you could be working oh on gosh, classes and stuff like that. I didn't realize I
1: enjoy this so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you've been fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
1: so I got yeah, I'm a yeah. full-time student and I part-time working San Francisco Dungeon, which is amazing. Yeah. I thought. Now, <laughs>
0: now, the dungeon, isn't that the the tourist attraction mm-hmm, where yeah, you do exactly. the, the scary things and stuff?
1: Um, I actually I don't think for many people when they heard about the word like a dungeon, oh, what's it's just like horror place, like they just they just want to scare you. Actually, when I really get involved in, I find it's different, it's really for fun. Yeah. And it's more storytelling. They yeah. brought you back to you know hundred years ago's history, back to nineteen. I think it's like from eighteen sixties to nineteen hundreds. Yeah,
0: I think I think California um, was San
1: Francisco's darkest history. Though. Yeah,
0: no, okay. California. I think was uh, eighteen forty nine. I want to say mm-hmm. I'm a little kind bit. Of, yeah, yeah, that, that time. was when I mean, that's when California was created. And, oh, yeah. And then cool. I think so. It sounds like they're and telling the you history the of California, rush, you know. the gold rush. Exactly. Yeah, that's why we I mean, that's yeah. why the 49ers uh-huh, are called yeah, the 49 exactly. 1849. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if you're sure about the Chinatowns um, and oh, also that mm-hmm. things before that. They had um, the show about. Um, I shouldn't
0: bring it that right Perfect. That's perfect.
1: OK, good. So um, do you know Shanghai? Shanghai is a city in china right yes yes so but but back to them they uh, back to them they have that story of, uh, you know 'cause um so they cheat people to saloon. Yeah. they they would use opium like oh it's for o- free o- you know o- I'll, I'll, I'll give you girls free girls and free yeah. opium you can yeah. ask whatever you want you know you want a bed or whatever you sure know. and then they give you a drink with brandy gin and then they, mm-hmm. they have you know a little drop of opium yeah and then when you wake up you found oh I'm naked on a ship <laughs> and then so actually oh, the furthest place they can take you to is yeah. Shanghai in China because you know that's like an East and yeah. this is west, so mm-hmm. that's like the fur- furthest place they can oh, think they're of. Oh, they're taking it's Chinese
0: away from.
1: It's called, called Shanghai. Uh-huh. means, you know, you got kidnapped. Shanghai. Oh,
0: the slang, the slang <laughs> Shanghai. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I know
0: a little bit of the history I, I, uh, because, you know, we wanted Chinese to come to America to help mm-hmm. build the Union Pacific Railroad. Oh, yeah. But after it was built... Then, of course, Chinese were competing for other jobs, which oh. pissed off a lot of white folks, mm-hmm. and so they had the Chinese Exclusion Act. It's really a horrible his- yeah, history. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah, a lot of hard history. And then, after that, we got Chinatown Plague. I don't know if you knew that, too, but that was happening like around, I think, 1906. Mm-hmm. So they got plague in Chinatown. Uh, firstly, they thought it was because the Chinese are dirty. They mm-hmm. brought all this disease, you mm-hmm. know, but actually... It was originate from the uh, rat, from yeah. rat, which carried fleas with, you know, sure, the course. plague. Yeah. S- but they just totally isolated that place.
0: Yeah, so and it was around the time so of the great I earthquake, the so 1906 yeah, oh San Francisco oh earthquake. yeah, maybe
1: I mixed them up. Yeah, I think 1906 is an earthquake, or maybe. Yeah, I think plague is happening j- around that time, like 1900s.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot of unsanitary, I mean so. really all of America, not just china but it's it's unfortunate that they blamed Chinese where it mm-hmm. was really all sorts of things that were some, going on yeah, and of course, there's no plumbing I mean you know it's horrible sanitation. I would not <laughs> want to live <laughs> back then uh, and just the horrible surgeries and you have doctors I think the oh, uh, yeah. the the uh, barbers were performing surgeries and pulling teeth and all that stuff
1: oh. I didn't know about yeah. that. but we did w- we have a character like as a you know assistant for the mm-hmm. doctor in mm-hmm. Chinatown, yeah, so telling people about the, you know why plague like knowledge about plague mm-hmm. and you know, oh, you make a plague, and then you know mm-hmm. and after that they have mm, we have alcatraz
0: that's right, Alcatraz, and the
1: drop right is the end, wow, in Alcatraz, you bring a ghost and mm-hmm. you know, so it's like all oh, a story, different story brings yeah
0: now, are they paying election. you well? I mean, are they paying? Are they paying you well as an um, actor?
1: Not really, because <laughs> you're an actor. Yeah, it's I, it's. I think yeah, because even in theater, I heard that like one um, of because ma- many of my coworkers they auditioned for theaters a lot, mm-hmm. and I have one character. Um, one actor told me, and she and he said, "Oh, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm a full time now." because, oh, so, so you don't want to be in play a lot. You know, you got offered by a really amazing lead role in Shakespeare. I think that one is a Midsummer Night. And he oh. said, no, you know, I want work more, because they, they even didn't really pay me that much compared to this. And yeah. our job is, well, I can say it's minimum wage. Yeah. So, and th- and, and he told me even that theater mm-hmm. couldn't pay him even as yeah as much as the minimum wage job. So he'd rather keep his minimum wage job than doing the theater, which is really sad.
0: It's unfortunate. There are a lot of theater companies that, especially they target young actors coming out of school, and they don't Mm want to pay. They say, well, we'll give you, you know, what they call per diem, or we'll pay you, you know, your BART fare or, you know, Mm -hmm. little, maybe $100 or $150 or something like that. And for folks who, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure you and your husband are living very, very well. But there are a lot of folks who have high rent. You know, it's difficult uh, just, you know, getting by. Well, and actually,
1: our situation is not um, not, not that, um, actually, because he's a student, too. Oh. And we're, we're actually, we we're living in Tenderloin. Okay. So, um, you, know, you, you know that. Oh, yeah. San Francisco. Okay, it's, it's, so you know yeah. that. So, yeah. that's another shock when I came to America. Wow, I didn't realize so many homeless.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate, <laughs> especially you know. Well, what's happening? What they call gentrification. I don't know if you know that term, but basically, it's when rich people come into a particular city, oh, they buy I up know. the lands and then raise because the rent. Because
1: of those IT people, exactly. In Vatican, Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, or they, landlords. They really raised up the yeah the rent because they're wealthy. So right, now, exactly. Now most people in San Francisco, but most people, you know, only small part of people they're IT workers mm-hmm. so most people there they just have to struggle yeah right
0: yeah. right it's tough and it's tough for tough. actors because
1: yeah artists mm-hmm. you know being artists really and many of my co-workers they have like three jobs mm-hmm. which is really i heard just before not long ago mm-hmm. there was a strike Even like one job should be enough i think it's a hotel workers that's striking. right like that's right one job should be enough and i was like okay many jobs do I have? I mean you know, many yeah. artists, they have so many different jobs.
0: Yeah. It's tough. It's very, very tough. And many, I don't know of one actor, a friend of, that I know, mm-hmm. even the good ones who don't have a day job. Usually oh. they're either teaching or they have a regular nine to five job. Like I have a job. I mm-hmm. work for the district attorney's office and I need that oh. job in order for me to do the acting and the theater things oh, that yeah.
1: I do. I think that's my, what many people doing because yeah. it's really hard to make a living in theater maybe TV or film if you got a shot yeah you make money even commercials you make much more
0: sure Speaking speak
1: for theater yeah you know, speaking of which
0: have you thought about that have you thought about uh because i, I do have friends of mine who they audition for commercials mm-hmm. um or, and also voiceover like have you thought about that
1: oh i actually thought about commercials but i i just uh, I thought I, maybe I need to take more classes about it to to get more confidence about doing yeah. it. To be honest, um, I think you, you know, could do so it. you could probably oh, do it right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I don't I think you should hold back. I think I should <laughs> try maybe. Oh yeah, another reason is I'm a full time student. Yes, and I got this job, and you know maybe after school, maybe I finish my school, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna. I heard that website called SF casting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to sign up and yeah. try and
0: give it. Yeah. But there's a website there's a website called there's a website called voices.com and I'll tell our listeners That's this like as well. A voiceover. Where you can s- submit a uh, an audio of your voice. Oh. And if they like it and, and and a lot of the clients are video game developers oh. and they need voices. And so they're looking cool. for all sorts of voices and all sorts of dialects as well.
1: Oh, cool. So you should try that. What's that website?
0: It's called Voices.com. Voice I'll p- yeah, voices.com. I'll put a link. Com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll good. check it out. Great, yeah, I estimated I, I that. And actually, yeah, I did some voiceover work as well for for a good friend of mine. It pays really, really good. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. That sounds nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Very Better than
1: being an actor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but it's you still know acting. Know. It's voice acting.
1: Oh, yeah. They just can't see your face.
0: Right, right. Exactly. I was going to ask you because, you know, when I take a script or let's say if I if if I'm cast in a role, I mean, being an American, I mean, I know the language and there even some slang that I may Mm -hmm. need to learn that sort of stuff.
1: culture thing for me. Exactly.
0: Is it difficult for you? Let's say you take a script, um, and of course Shakespeare is going to be difficult for anyone because. It's a dialect that ver- it's foreign for pretty much anyone. Oh,
1: yeah. But I also uh, met many Shakespeare's nerds yeah, exactly. <laughs> in this industry. Like many of my classmates, yeah. wow, really nerd about Shakespeare.
0: But the English language, uh, that's not a problem or getting a script. Uh-huh. Th- it's, it's not an issue for you, is it?
1: For Shakespeare, I, I, I need, you know, what, what do you call that spark note? Yeah. Sometimes I just read Chinese because because you know Shakespeare got translated into so many different languages and Chinese so easy. You know I just yeah. want to know the whole story first and then I can get into mm-hmm.
0: it. This but even when you did the Brecht piece, basically. I mean, was that was it, was that ever an issue? Um,
1: because I, I just got a monologue, mm-hmm. basically. So it's just like one minute. So yeah, actually that piece is pretty straight. Okay. And as and you could probably think that character as immigrant. So I think her language isn't isn't hard yeah got it so i didn't have that problem um, and actually i uh, i got my third so just after the shakespeare as of shakes hamlet i got another opportunity in city college um, which is my i think oh just second production mm-hmm. anonymous from uh, by Izyuk, Naomi, Naomi Izuka. I'm not mm. sure if you know her, but it's... No. What's but, it about? But this playwright, I think her writing is similar to Brecht.
0: Is that right? Like, Brecht? like a poet, yeah. Like yeah.
1: really po- poetic, and that's like a modern adaption of Odyssey.
0: Of the Odyssey by Homer. Yeah, 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 yeah but exactly. Yeah, Homer's Odyssey. Like, so
1: it's called Anonymous, and uh, leading, the leading character called Ar... I know. So it's like Anonymous, Anon. Un- yeah. So it's like about a boy looking for, um, so he goes through his journey just like Odyssey. Yeah. Like looking for his wife. But, but in this play, this modern play called yeah. Anonymous, so he's looking for his mother. Mm. And I was the mother. Oh, wow. So, um, so he's been through his journey and he had... Through all these things, but mm-hmm. I, I lost my son. Mm-hmm. You know, in my character, I lost my son in a journey mm-hmm. to America as a yeah. refugee mother. Yeah. So I went through first when I came to America. I went to you know the sweatshop. That's what you call yeah factory. So yeah. that's like the first stop of American dreams, so called. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I was working there, and I got like you know, sexual harassment by sure. my boss, and yeah. this is all happening in my in my start and in that.
0: Yeah, play. yeah.
1: So, uh, what else am I going to say before?
0: Oh well, we were talking gosh. about, um, yeah, you you had the character gosh. of losing your son, <laughs> but we um, were talking about language and one. dialect and. Uh,
1: oh yeah, because that character was um, is more complex for me because I got more scenes, more. Um, mm-hmm. I got. I also got monologues, but. But again, it's an immigrant. It's like an immigrant, like sort of like typecasting. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't have too much hard time with, yeah. you know, culture. But but I read, but I read some scripts like really hard to understand, and I have to Google or ask my husband because my husband is American. Mm-hmm. And yes.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. I um another question I was going to ask you as you were talking about because this sometimes yeah. directors will sort of typecast or they'll say, oh, mm-hmm. I need a Asian-American immigrant. Let me go. Circle die. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll cast her or someone like that. Sometimes that's okay. But sometimes it's very interesting mm-hmm. when you're type against cast where you're type, you're cast to do something that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm thinking a character from, there's a play called Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf where there's a woman who is an alcoholic and she's screaming at her husband and she's like, you know, just giving them the riot act and it's a very a dysfunctional marriage mm-hmm.
1: do you think you could do something like that yeah i can totally <laughs> okay. I can be crazy as i want <laughs> and uh, and that role you remember in san francisco dungeon i told you that saloon so yeah the boss of saloon that mm-hmm. you know that's exactly i can re- imagine her as that character and people say oh wow crazy wow <laughs> you so you could
0: definitely do it you wouldn't have a problem with that
1: yeah, I think I would be you know, I would enjoy doing it, like doing some unusual, you uh-huh. know, like not me, not circle. Sure. That would be really interesting and exciting for me to, you awesome. know, explore the humanity, like and human emotions and yeah. the motives behind and it's just amazing for me, like fantastic. I was yeah. really fascinated with psychology. hmm Too I, I, I find many actors, you know, who majored in psychology yeah, i took i, I took some sociology really, classes mm-hmm.
0: as well and i think oh, it helps yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. i think many fields uh, fields are you know really connected to theater yeah which is great
0: yeah yeah so, yeah and it's something I that, that normally. i
1: just want to try different characters hopefully yeah
0: oh no well that's fantastic yeah. and um and anyone who's listening who's looking for uh a great fantastic asian-american actress you know circle die you should definitely hit her up <laughs> Thank you. I think we are hitting the 1 hour mark. I'm looking. Yes, it's an oh, hour and cool. 2. Time Man, flies. time flies. I'm you glad you haven't that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, good. usually we get into um, we talk about people's birthdays and so let me uh, draw up people's birthdays. Um, today, I'm sorry, on Friday, uh, a good friend of mine, Jamie Struby, Strube, Strube oh, cool. her birthday is Fri was Friday yesterday. Okay. And she will be, I, well, I'm looking, she she should be our next guest. I have oh. to look at our scheduling. Okay. Um, and then um, Christopher Cobb, his birthday is on Tuesday. I acted with him. No, I didn't. I didn't act with him. I stage managed him. So I was also a stage manager as well as an actor. And uh, we did Bat Boy together,
1: oh, which is a wonderful
0: musical. By the way, do you sing, Circle?
1: I did a musical, but... <sighs> Mm, yeah, I did a musical in school, but I um, I was a background uh, like a background I, oh, singer? A co- a chorus, a chorus in, in chorus.
0: Who was the musical? So,
1: but yeah, I still sing because I I I think I am I'm, I'm soprano, but I'm not pretty sure because I only take like a one voice class. I mm-hmm. I hope to find my exact you know voice yeah. vocal soprano which, meaning
0: you're a high voice. You have a mm-hmm. high. You can hit the high note.
1: Yeah, kind of. Okay, but I, but I also feel I, I I can hit the. The low pitch too. Okay. Maybe a mezzo, what they call a mezzo soprano. Okay. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. But yeah. But 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 my teacher, my voice teacher, put me as soprano Mm -hmm. when I was in the class. So, um, and I think musical is more about dancing, (laughs) because I think one of my weakest thing is physicality.
0: Oh, interesting. So.
1: I think that thing kind of pushed me down and also yeah. maybe look or just the feeling, you know, yeah. like not fitting the well, characters. Not, so, not necessarily. You know, I many mean, girls are fitting, you know, in chorus. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm in a musical right now. And, and I feel
1: like – I also feel like a males have more um, more opportunities. The musical
0: music. that I'm in is yeah. called Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, mm-hmm. and that will be – uh, in late May, I think it opened. We opened the last week of May, and it's dominated by women. I think you'll really enjoy it, oh, and cool. and they're older women and they don't necessarily dance. So there's there are musicals where that that can fit anyone. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is um, uh, Steven Sondheim, and he does a lot of uh, fantastic. Musicals, uh, which are very deep and it needs a lot of acting. And um, there's not a lot of dancing. There are a lot of dancing musicals, like um, A Chorus Line, and there are all sorts of no, other things. You um,
1: know, Jossie Chaperone? Chaperone? That's the one I did, yeah.
0: Oh, no, I don't know about that
1: one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess there are just many musicals yeah. out there.
0: And uh, the only other birthday that I have on my list is George Coker, and he is a fantastic actor. As a matter of fact, he... He helped me out in uh, my play. Uh, I wrote a play called Foreman in Paris, oh, and we cool. did a we did and a stage a reading. Character? No, not a leading character. He helped in the reading. He was part of the oh, reading, and he cool. played one of the roles. And so he helped me develop that. Oh, so that's fantastic. So you
1: haven't put your show, your play, on stage yet?
0: I have. As a matter of fact, we were on stage last year.
1: Oh, last year. And
0: uh, yeah, so cool. we had a wonderful, wonderful. Um, oh, cool.
1: Yeah, cool, that's cool, the one. Cool. Foreman okay. in Paris. Oh, yeah, that's the one.
0: Speaking of. Which, we're talking about writing. Have you thought about writing?
1: Yeah, actually, I am. And you know, one of my friends in uh, the editing industry. Yes. She contacted me because she's working on you know in a really big editing you know publishing house. Oh and wow. She even invited me like a circle. Have you ever thought about writing? You know, maybe mm-hmm. you can you know just write whatever you want. Like maybe you keep diary. One of the the um, most unfortunate thing is I don't keep journal. I, I really wish I could keep journals. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things happening, but I just I got you know a lot of spontaneous thought but never thought to put in words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, yeah. But she kind of inspired me. Like she encouraged me. Like maybe you can try. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and we can got your book. You know, you never know. But mm-hmm. but right now I'm really busy with school, so I also I think it's in my to do list. Yeah, and I took a um, um, storytelling, yes. which which you know you mm-hmm. write stories. So I write three stories, and which is cool. And the uh, the director, um, sh- he chose people. So you have all these different uh, script, mm-hmm. and you have because you got these classmates. You the, all these students. They they all have their scripts. So the, mm-hmm. the director he chose. Like maybe five, five mm-hmm. to six from mm-hmm. the, all the students. Yeah. Like, mm, like one in midterm, another in f- a final. Yeah. So my stories were were chosen. Oh, wonderful. For both, so I was so excited doing T- that. Tell me and one story.
0: What's what's what was one story?
1: Um, I wrote a story once. One story. Oh, actually, okay, I got it wrong. So one story. Um, so f- so for midterm project, you do. You Cause, the director, uh, cause the teacher, he wanted to get you to get used to writing first. So you yeah. write three stories, and yeah. he's gonna choose one story from the three stories yeah. for the midterm project. Yeah. And for the final, he d- he decided to do mm, like a holiday mm-hmm. play, like like from your ethnic, uh, sh- I should say ethnic play, like sure. a folk tale or yeah. something. So, yeah. So I just chose like a change. Uh, the tale, like the legendary tale of Chinese New Year, mm-hmm. that one's really interesting. And so you just, you basically, you don't write the story. So for the final project, you added, you changed, um, you just edited it. Because mm-hmm. it's a story, right? But you change the story to a script mm-hmm. t- to be able to, pl- to put on the Sure, stage. sure. Let me think about the play I write. Oh, gosh, it's like... I think I didn't want to catch you out, catch you off card. Um, Oh, I'm good. Yeah, let me think about it. So I think, um, oh yeah, it's like a girl who who's daydreaming. It's kind of like me because I'm living my own world a lot. That's mm-hmm. that's what you um, originally said about introspect. Exactly, like, like, exactly. You know,
0: yeah, I'm a daydreamer colorful, too.
1: Colorful, colorful oh. inner world. Yes. So, like a daydreaming girl, and she's not satisfied with. Her current life, so mm. she got this boyfriend, but this boyfriend is so boring. Mm. So she said, "Oh, so bad. You know, you're really not, not, not romantic to me. You know, I want romance." Mm. And then, so she just had had serious argument with him, and then in that night,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, she had a dream, and she dreamed a goddess, and the goddess ca- came to his her dream, mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, girl, why you're not unhappy And I said, "Well, I got this." Boyfriend, you know, very, very unromantic. I want romance, you know, give me a romantic guy. And she said, okay, no problem. Next mm-hmm. morning when you wake up, you'll you're have a romantic guy.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: next morning when I, w- when I wake up, oh, wow, romantic guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so handsome. And, mm-hmm. he, and, and he said, oh, darling, I'm going to give you, you know, and now I'm going to go to work. But afterward, let's have like a candlelight dinner. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to send you rose, you know, all these romantic things. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was like daydreaming all day long. Like And then think about, oh gosh, like what gift, and you know, mm-hmm. roses, and mm-hmm. think about all the c- candle lights, and I was home, so excited, waiting for him, and then turned out to be he was a playboy with another woman like sure. a sexy woman and then oh wow how you, this is really heartbroken breaking you you break my but, heart but and that's then, what you asked for and yeah. then then the, the, that night I had a nightmare like like oh this is so bad okay oh, we're done okay so that, 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 the night I had a dream again and that goddess came to my dream again mm-hmm. and he said wow girl why you're unhappy? You're still unhappy. What about that romantic guy I gave you? And he's and I said, well, he's a playboy. How can you send me a playboy? I said, okay. So what do you want? And then I s and I think I thought about and and then one more and then okay, um maybe not. And then I think. I think I, I got one more turn. I just kind of forget it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you're writing, there are different sure. things happening. You want, oh, this w- this one more character. It's genie with more three wishes yeah, almost. Then, yeah. yeah, I'm not grateful enough. And then maybe, and she gave me another guy, but still another problems coming. Sure. And then finally, oh, wow, I want the original guy. You know, he's so nice. Even though he's not romantic, but, you know, all mm-hmm. these things, he, he really cares about me. Other people, they, they don't care. You right, know, that's right. what I really want. Mm-hmm. So I thought, so just give me, you know, my original boy I just want him back. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Now you really realize you learned your lesson. Okay, I'll give your boy back and then when mm-hmm. I wake up, wow. And actually and he's um telling me a story for um in the nighttime to yeah. put me sleep, And that thing is actually romantic. I realized, oh wow, actually I was so happy all the time I just didn't never realize that. Mm-hmm. So that's the story.
0: Wow. And that was the one and that was the one that was selected? And uh, yeah. That was a finalist?
1: Uh yeah. Fantastic. For a midterm project, yeah, thank yeah. you.
0: no, no, that's wonderful. I mean, th- that's, you know, I went to I went to a playwriting class, mm-hmm. the the Berkeley Rep, uh, taught by Gary Gray's. For those who are listening and you want to get into playwriting, mm-hmm. but it begins with those beginning things. You know, you start with a simple simple story. Then with the next the problem, time you start writing, and then
1: how you solve the problem. Sure, there's sure. A, there's a pattern for it. Exactly. Yeah, you
0: have a a nice little arc. Uh-huh, you know, the yeah. problem solution. Uh, and of course, the next time you write, you may write something else, so you know mm-hmm. that 's yeah but i 'm just so happy that you're you know you 're doing all these artistic things you know you're um, you 're writing uh, you 're getting involved in uh, acting school uh, and also you 're doing the um, the san francisco what is it the haunted house the
1: as of shakes, San Francisco well, the, the shakes. should be a festival. Yeah,
0: but the other oh, thing. San Fran,
1: San Francisco dungeon.
0: That's right, the dungeon. That's oh what yeah, I, was I really about. love my
1: job. I'm <laughs> gonna say this is the third job I've ever had.
0: Yeah, no, 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 that's fantastic. <laughs> Even and though it's
1: minimum wage, I am made uh, yeah, actually,
0: mm-hmm.
1: still, still more than China because because yeah. it's a developing country. That's different. But sure, sure. Still, yeah.
0: Yeah. I've, well, that's fantastic. Stilling,
1: yeah, satisfied so, with.
0: So uh, let me, uh, there are a couple of uh, shows that are going on. Actually, uh, today is The Last Day of Helen. Uh, that's at Theater of Yugen. Uh, it be- it's began March 29, and it closes oh, tonight. Oh, nice
1: that's today. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Adrian
0: Dean, a good friend of mine, is the star of the show, and she did a magnificent job of that. Oh, wow. So I just wanted to give congratulations to Adrian Dean. Okay.
1: Also, what's still
0: playing is the mystery. Lag yeah, <laughs> for
1: your closing show.
0: Uh, the Mystery of Irma Vep. That's Uh being played, actually. Tomorrow is their closing night. Oh, wow. That's uh, Alicia von Kugelgen and Dana Lewenthal. Uh, They are in the play, and I'm sure they're doing a magnificent job. Also, um, a play that deals with civil rights, something very dear to my Mm -hmm. heart, All the Way, and for those who don't know, that is the story of Lyndon Baines Johnson and the signing of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Mm -hmm. That's being played right now at the Contra Costa Civic Theater. It opened April the 12th, and it ends May the 5th, so there's plenty of time to see that. Oh, Uh, the way. Some very good friends of mine are in that. Kari Moy, Kim Donovan, and Terrence Smith, and Jay Croningold. Um, And they've all been guests on the yay, and and that's that's what's going on. And let's see. I'm going to tap into events. Uh, Let's see. Wow, I crazy
1: rich nations <laughs> <here>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, crazy Rich agents uh that's uh, happening. Where is that playing? Oh, Datlin the right. Square. Okay. Okay, so that's basically it. Those are all of the theater things that are going on. And for those who, cool. you know, if you're if for those who are listening, mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, you didn't mention my play." Why don't you, you know, you should write to the A and let me know and I will broadcast your play and showcase it and so to let people know uh, what's going on. So, in any case, mm. that's it. We've gone over an hour. Uh, I took so much of your time, Circle. But did you have a good time? Yes, I did. Fantastic! I'm I really so glad. Really enjoyed <laughs> it, <laughs> and
1: I'm really glad I did it. Yeah,
0: no, fantastic. Before
1: this, I was so nervous about it. Like, like I was so anxious. Okay, what am I gonna do? You know, I'm I'm gonna have a script. You know, I'm gonna say this. What mm-hmm. questions he may ask, and and. It's just spontaneous thing and I d- exactly I just did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see there? And my
1: husband told me, "Well, just imagine this as a conversation, like a conversation that's with That's exactly right. And just you're going to be fine. <laughs> there,
0: see there? That's exactly right. And that's a lesson for everyone else who is listening who may be a potential guest on The Yay. You know, we make oh. it we make it nice and interesting for everybody. All right, here is my last blurb. You can find The Yay on the Apple Podcast app on all iPhones and iPads. Really any app That you use to listen to your podcast, you can find The Yay. Uh, If you listen to your your podcast on a laptop or a desktop, then you can use iTunes. Just click on iTunes, go on store, click on store, use the search engine on the upper right-hand side, and search for The Yay, you'll find us. If you're an Android user, you can download the SoundCloud app or just go on soundcloud.com and search for The Yay. The Yay was created by theater people for theater people. If you have a show you want to advertise, if you just want to advertise yourself, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. I'm at Reg so space Clay. Norman G. is at Hoosier Hoosier. Circle, do you have a Instagram or a Snapchat?
1: I have Instagram. What is and it? I, um, wh- wh-
0: how p- how can people find you?
1: You, you she use Instra- 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 Instagram rather than Facebook?
0: And yeah. Let's say potential directors or someone wants to cast you in something.
1: Oh, thank you. And so make sure you
0: pay her. <laughs> <laughs> Any, whoever's going to be the uh, director. Um,
1: I think I'm, I'm using my, my original name, Circle Die. Can you search now? Cause, oh. Because my phone just automatically yeah. offloaded. <laughs> Probably because my storage yeah. too full. Yeah, but no, that's okay. For some reason. But
0: <laughs> I will I'll, I'll plug that in later on. Oh, I don't sure. have time for that. Yeah.
1: So in any case. Thank you for that. That's really great opportunity. Thank you, Reg.
0: Absolutely. And uh, that is it. And uh, as Norman and I always say, we got to find a better sign-off. And we are out.